so long ago, on a town square not so far away, some unearthly beings showed up to brighten the day of Bentonville residents. Hello and welcome to Know the News, a weekly podcast from the newsroom of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and I'm your host, Rusty Turner. We've got a fun story to talk with you about today, and it's coming for our readers this weekend, especially for fans of the Star Wars movie franchise. But we've also got some serious news to discuss, and a little bit later, I'll be talking with Alex Golden, the paper's COVID-19 reporter, to find out if the recent uptick in cases in this area is something to be concerned about, and also... Uh, what's the progress on vaccine distribution in the region. I'll also preview a few of the other great stories coming our way in this weekend's Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. But first, let's talk about Star Wars. For some time now, visitors to the Bentonville Square may have happened upon characters from the Star Wars movies, a stormtrooper or a Tusken Raider or a Jawa. Um, And our county courthouse reporter, Tracy Neal, decided to find out if these appearances were actually first contact or just some earthlings having a little fun. So, welcome, Tracy. Thanks, Rusty. Tell me about this. Uh, You're at the courthouse several times a week. Uh, When did you first notice this? Well, I noticed this a a few months ago. And I had been trying to, and I told one of the deputies that if they see them out there, to give me a call. Yeah. So last week, I got the call, and I finally was able to go there Mm -hmm. and talk to them. Yeah. Because when I saw them, it was always people surrounding them. Yeah. And I just thought it was interesting that they came, they came out on the square. Yeah. So the reception was pretty good. You People were, you know, talking to them and getting autographs and selfies and things like that. Well, they were getting selfies. I don't know about autographs. <laughs> but I know that people were getting selfies. I know one guy said he said he had he was on his way to an appointment, but he had to stop because he's a big Star Wars fan and he wanted to, he wanted to meet those meet the guys. Yeah. So that sounds fun. Well, let, let's talk to one of the characters themselves. We have with us uh, on the line today Jared Nesbitt, um, who drops by from the drops by out to the square from time to time. And and correct me if I'm wrong, Jared. You are usually an Imperial stormtrooper. Is that right? Uh, that is actually incorrect, oh, Rusty. Sorry. Um, I am a Tuscan Raider. Ah, I'm uh, sorry. The nomadic people on Tatooine. Yeah, I apologize. I didn't. I'm, I'm sure Tuscan Raiders and stormtroopers don't get along very well. So I'm sorry to have put you in the wrong classification there. But uh, thanks for being here and talking with us about this, Jared. So, uh, how long have you guys been doing this? Well, actually, uh, we just started it up. Um, at the beginning of 2021, uh, with a lot of the COVID, you know, uh, scare and all those guidelines out there, we didn't really want to encourage large groups of people to assemble mm-hmm. until, you know, uh, we felt like everybody could be safe um, and, you know, have a really good time and also not get sick. I see, I see. And and what gave you the idea? What was the, what's the purpose of, of of gathering on the square? Uh, in in the Star Wars outfits. Well, uh, truth be told, you know we we all just loved Star Wars, and we were kind of sitting in our houses and feeling a little down. Everybody's been quarantining for a whole year, and we thought, you know, why not bring a little sunshine into people's lives and our own lives? Because you know we we love doing it. Uh, so we figured, what better way to do that than with Star Wars? And and how many of them are you at any one at any particular time? Uh, I, I just kind of give us an idea of what the what the crew is like. Well, uh, there's about eight of us. Um, uh, there, it's uh, I would say from about 
five or six different families. A lot of people, um, some of them have their kids come dressed up as Jawas. Uh, and my wife actually comes often and she's dressed up as a Jawa. Um, and then we have a couple stormtroopers and a couple sand troopers, uh, which are different than stormtroopers. They're the ones stationed on Tatooine. And then we have uh, one Tuscan Raider, which is me. Okay. And and for the uninitiated, maybe we ought to describe, give a definition. Oh, what's a what's a Tuscan Raider? What's a Jawa? What's a what's an Imperial Stormtrooper? Uh, well, the Tuscan Raiders are the natives of Tatooine. Um, you will probably remember them from the first Star Wars movie. Uh, they attack Luke um, before Luke is rescued by. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, and if you've seen The Mandalorian, you might know a Tuscan Raider. Uh, they're the people who uh, helped him kill the Crate Dragon in the second season. Yeah. And then the Jawas are the little guys that steal C-3PO and R2-D2, uh, again from the first Star Wars movie. Um, they've, they're, they're little hooded figures, and they don't really speak a whole lot. Uh, when they do, it's just sort of gibberish. And they've got these glowing eyes under their robes. Right, and the and the stormtroopers, of course, they're the military presence of the of the empire, uh, the the villains of uh, of the Star Wars world, uh, who wear uh, they wear the the white armor and the white helmets and and don't shoot very straight with their blasters. Is that correct? That that is uh, well, you know, it's correct on your description, but um, they are very precise. Not necessarily accurate. Precision uh, just means that they can hit the same place uh, many times in a row. Accurate means that you're hitting what you're aiming for. Um, so when when Obi Wan Kenobi says only an Imperial stormtrooper could be so precise, he's not actually wrong. They're just not very accurate. <laughs> That's it. Uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, uh, you're you're chuckling at that. That's pretty funny. So. Um, and, and so there's about eight of you, and, and when are you there? Do you, is there a schedule, or do you just kind of just kind of happen as 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 uh, the mood strikes, or you have time to come out? Uh, yeah, it's really just as the mood strikes us. Um, we we don't want to really get stuck on on a, a scheduled thing. The you know the public would kind of get burnt out on us, and we don't want to get burnt out ourselves. So we just kind of strike when the feeling hits us, and. Yeah, yeah. We 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 have one of our members does have a Facebook page uh, called Ollie from the Galaxy, um, where you can see uh, sort of where we're going to hit next. Sometimes yeah. he doesn't always coast, but oftentimes he does. I see. And and so you you're, you're at the, on the Bitville Square. Some do you do you go anyplace else? Is there any place else folks might be able to find you guys? Yeah, we've uh, we've been to the Fayetteville Mall a couple times. Um, the the Bentonville Square is definitely our our home base. We're all from the Bentonville area, um, but we we have a lot of uh, other other grand schemes for places we want to go to. Uh, but I'm not going to go ahead and tell you those. It'll be a surprise. Okay. All right. Well, we don't want to ruin we don't want to ruin the surprise. So. What's the, been the reaction like what, when, when people come upon you guys on the square or, or at the mall or, or someplace? Uh, what, what, are, what are folks saying to you? How do they respond? Oh, it's been absolutely awesome. Um, you know, everybody's just really excited to see you. That You know, they're not really – they don't really see you. They see the character you're dressed up as, and 
you don't really feel like you either. You know, when I'm dressed up, I'm, I'm not Jared anymore. I'm a Tuscan Raider. And, uh, man, Star Wars is just a universal language and everybody speaks it. And it's just been so awesome to see everybody from every walk of life come and want to get a picture with you, you know? Yeah, that's that's really cool. So, Tracy, what have you noticed about the people on the square responding to them? What have you seen? Well, like, I agree with Jared. The people I've seen when I spent time with them that day and uh, I talked to several people out there, they were they were Star Wars Star Wars fans, and I noticed that when little kids saw them, the little kids lit up, and they were they were excited to see them. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like fun. Uh, sounds like a lot of fun, and it sounds like you guys are having a good time too. So, um, Jared, is there anything about this that that we're miss? Oh, I do have one other question before we move on. Uh, can we expect to see some of the you know where uh, any of the more well-known characters from the from the uh, series to show up, maybe a Darth Vader or a Luke Skywalker or or Princess Leia. Can we expect to see those folks, or is it is it going to be the, the 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 side players for the most part? Well, I mean, I would argue that uh, what we dress up as isn't side players oh, at all. Okay, we, you know, we we play a pretty big part in all the movies, but in terms of those big names like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Um, you know, there's there's always a chance mm -hmm. uh, if they're if they're not busy, maybe we can call them in from whatever their mission they're on. <laughs> um, you know, if one of their hands is healed from getting cut off, maybe they'll <laughs> make an appearance. Yeah. Uh, but I I can't you know promise that they're pretty popular guys. Yeah, I got the, I got you. I got you. So, well, that's uh, th as I said, that sounds like a lot of fun, and you guys sounds like you're 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 bring a lot of smiles to a lot of folks. So uh, thanks for doing that. And thanks for spending some time with us, Jared. We uh, we very much appreciate your time. Tracy, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks, Rusty. I just want to say to both of you, may the force be with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Well, that was fun. You could read more about the Star Wars characters uh, at our website at nwaonline.com on Sunday. Uh, or you can pick up a print copy of the Sunday paper, or you can read our Sunday replica uh, edition on one of our one of our tablet or phone apps. So, now let's turn our attention to a more serious topic. Uh, we've been hearing about a slight uptick in cases of COVID-19 in recent days, despite the accelerated rate of vaccine distribution. So, Alex Golden is here. He's, she's our COVID-19 reporter, and uh, I hope she can uh, help put some of those reports into a little bit of perspective. Alex, thanks for being here. Thanks, Rusty. So cases had been on the decline for some time, and then the last few days we've seen an uptick locally, and then uh, nationally we've been seeing upticks in other parts of the country. So what's up with that? So um, in the past six days, so from this past Saturday through yesterday, um, there were 240 new cases in Benton, Washington County combined. And just for context, in that six-day period, last week there were 231 so it's not it's not a huge increase but there are it, it's a little bit and the reason why that might be a little concerning is because people are continuing to get vaccinated and yet our cases did um go up a little bit when they've been on the steady decline um you know because the week before that it was around you know 277 and then it went down to like 240 um i'm sorry it went down to all the way down to 230 and then it spiked back up to 240 um which is not really what we want to see yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, for, for now it's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, we, we, do we know exactly why that's happening? Is it. 
or is it just too soon to tell? It's a little too soon to tell. Um, you know, I mean, we, we could all speculate why exactly that's happening. Happening, We don't know for sure. Um, the two things that, that we know we can do to lower that is mask wearing and vaccinations. I mean, that's really just the, the faster everybody gets vaccinated and the more people kind of continue practicing precautions like mask wearing and social distancing, especially if they're not fully vaccinated yet. Um, that, that's all we can do for now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, the, I guess the good news, though, is that the vaccine distribution is going well. It seemed, it's now open to everybody in the state who's 16 years old or older. Uh, and and, and there, there seems to be plenty of opportunities to get vaccines. We haven't been hearing, of, or at least I haven't been hearing of any shortages or, or shortfalls anywhere. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. No, the vaccine rollout is, is very up and going. Um, I have not heard of people having issues getting appointments. Um, there's been a lot of mass vaccination events going on. The Northwest Arkansas Council um, has been regularly spearheading these, um, these huge vaccine events where they're giving out 2,500 uh, 2, doses in a day. Um, if you... You know, if you, if you get vaccinated at one of those mass vaccination events, they will automatically schedule you for your second dose if you need one. Um, so you don't have to worry about that. And that's a, the same situation with pharmacies or hospitals. If you go for your first dose there, they should automatically um, take care of you. Mm-hmm. So, so um, now we've seen some national stories about the upswing in cases in certain areas. Uh, and and, and uh, from what I recall from those national reports, a lot of it has to do with the um, acceleration of, of the UK variant that came out uh, that, that we've, we've heard about for a few for a few months. So, uh, I, you know, I think it's logical to assume that may be part of the problem uh, in, in, in Arkansas as well. That It's definitely logical to assume that. We don't know um, for sure how many cases of the variant there are in Arkansas or where exactly in Arkansas they are. I did see on the CDC's website this morning that there were definitely eight confirmed UK variants in Arkansas. Again, don't know how many of those, if any, are in Northwest Arkansas. Um, the issue with the variants is that they um, are believed to be um, spread. They they think that they spread easier and that they also might be more fatal. Um, the vaccines, however, should still protect against those. Um, we're not sure if they protect as well against the variants as they do against the regular virus, but either way, they should offer some protection. Yeah. Yeah, and then the best way to battle the variants, we are told by the medical experts, is to get as many people vaccinated as possible because if that happens, then the virus can't reproduce and, and can't produce muta- mutations, which is what ha- which is what causes the variants to develop. For sure. Um, s- several weeks ago, the, the state um, epidemiologist, uh, Dr. Jennifer Dillahay, was telling me that, you know, the best thing that we can do to keep these variants from taking hold and us seeing another surge is to just kind of, uh, yeah, like you said, just get vaccinated as quickly as possible and keep taking precautions. That's all we can do. Yeah. And I know it sounds like a broken record now, a year and two months into this, but the mask wearing, social distancing and vaccinations, those are the best, those are the best ways to combat this, this coronavirus. Is that, is that still the, still the case? Yes, but very much so. Um, you know, the, um, the CDC has said that if you are, you know, with this, a small group of people and you're all completely vaccinated. It's also um, one thing about vaccinations, it's very important to note that you are not considered fully vaccinated right after you get your second dose. You are fully vaccinated two weeks after your second dose. Um, so yes, while you are, you do get some protection even after your first dose, you're not, you know, in, in the clear really until two weeks after your second. Um, and at that point, you know, if you're with a, a small group of friends and family and you're all com- fully vaxxed, and again, by fully vaxxed, I mean two weeks out from your second dose, um, and 
you know, um, you're not too worried about anybody being high risk. You know, the CDC has said that you don't necessarily need to wear masks in those situations. But however, being out in public or being around people where you don't know their vaccination status, and definitely if you're not vaccinated, then yes, um, every health expert is saying that mask wearing is very much still needed. So. Okay. All right. And I mentioned, uh, we mentioned that this has been going on now for more than a year. Uh, you've got a story coming this weekend about the uh, one-year anniversary of the first COVID-related death in Northwest Arkansas. So let's, can you tell us a little bit about that story and, and what you found? Yeah. So, um, so I've been reporting on deaths um, basically monthly for the past several months, um, just looking at how many deaths we've had in the area um, and the demographics of the people who have died. Um, what's different about this story, it's an angle we haven't touched on. I wanted to kind of talk about um, sort of the uh, the lasting grief of deaths from the past year. That's one angle that we haven't really talked about. We've talked about the the rate of deaths and, you know, hosp the hospitals being overwhelmed. And we've talked about healthcare workers taking care of, of people dying and, um, you know, how many people in nursing homes are dying. But we haven't really talked about, you know, a lot of people in this area have lost friends and family. Some of them have lost, you know, multiple people. I, I spoke with one source who lost 20 family members and friends and acquaintances to this virus over the past year. And so even if we get a great handle on this virus and, you know, everybody gets their vaccines and this, you know, things go back to quote normal, um, you know, people are still dealing with the, the effects. It, it doesn't just go away if you've lost 20 family and, fr and friends to the virus. So um, that was something that I wanted to touch on. So I spoke with um, a grief counselor um, just on kind of what people people can do. And then also just acknowledging that this is a, a specific situation, like this is kind of a, a collective trauma, if you will, um, where a lot of people have gone through similar circumstances un unexpectedly in a short period of time. Yeah. So. Well, that sounds like a very interesting story. Did, um, uh, did you, uh, were you able to address, uh, were you able to talk to any, any folks who, who, uh, who lost a loved one uh, um, um, in the last year who, who can kind of relate to any stories for you? Um, yes, and I'll, and I'll be in the Sunday story. Um, I spoke with one, um, a 25-year-old um, Fayetteville woman who, um, she is, is part of the Marshallese community, which got especially hit hard early on in the pandemic. They, um, for context, the Marshallese community makes up about roughly 3% of Northwest Arkansas's population. And this past summer, they were losing, they made up like half the deaths in, in June, um, over half, even though they are a relatively small percentage of the population. And she um, she lost a lot of people, and she kind of described that, that time as just funeral after funeral. Um, so it, it was very rough. Um, and uh, deaths are on deaths are going down. Um, this past month, um, about 23 Benton, Washington County residents died of COVID-19, and that's that's ones that we know of. So that's um, those are residents who died in this area. There may have been ones who died outside the area that we don't know about. Um, but so that's a rough estimate, and that's the lowest that we've seen since last May. Yeah. So. Yeah. So lasting impacts even after, as you said, after things get back closer to normal there'll still be lasting impacts of this long, long, long afterwards. So for sure. All right. Well, um, and you'll, you'll have our, our regular Saturday update as well on uh, cases. Is that correct? 
Um, so actually, I won't, but um, our reporter, Stacey Ryburn, will. He's mm-hmm. going to be temporarily covering COVID-19 for a while. Yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. Uh, today's Alex's last day with us at the Northwest Arts of Democrat Gazette. Alex, we've really appreciated your hard work, and I just want you to know how much uh, we appreciate you, and I know our readers appreciate the information you've provided to them over the years. Thank you so much. No, I've, I've loved working at the Democrat Gazette, um, and I'm, I'm very sad to leave, but, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. Y'all well, be good. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, she's moving on to another another opportunity somewhere else, and and uh, uh, we wish her the best, uh, Alex. And uh, uh, we're sorry to see you go, but but we we do wish you the best in the future. So thanks. Thank you. All right. Um, before we uh, before we end today, I've got a couple of other stories I want to tell you about that's coming for this weekend that I think you'll enjoy. Um, Uh, As you may know, the Walton Arts Center has announced its 2021 Broadway series schedule uh, for next year, and history and music fans can rejoice. Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda's take on life, the life and times of of American founding father Alexander Hamilton, uh, will be on the bill this this year for the Broadway series at the Walton Arts Center, so check out our story in What's Up. We also have a podcast about about the series uh, um, available at nwaonline.com. Um, we also have a story where you'll meet Cameron Gardner. She's a local elementary school student whose persuasive letter to Old Navy got the clothier to improve the pockets on their girls' jeans. So that's a, that, that'll be a fun story to read. Um, you know, you can follow the Razorback baseball and softball teams uh, this weekend. They're both highly ranked, and they both have big series conference series coming up this week. So be sure to uh, check with us on uh, nwaonline.com and wholehogsports.com. Uh, for for the results. Uh, you can find all of this content and much more at the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette website. Um, and uh, you can and subscribers have full access to that site and wholehogsports.com. Uh, subscribers can also uh, access our replica edition on our smartphone and tablet apps. If you're not a subscriber, you don't have to keep missing out. Click on the subscribe button on our homepage or call us at 479-684- 5509. We'd love to have you uh, part of uh, part of our subscription family. Until next week, this is Rusty Turner signing off for Know the News.